Hello and welcome to Active Bryant Systems. I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and this podcast is all about lower back pain being a pain in the back. Okay, many, many, many people, about 75% of people will suffer with lower back pain at some time in their life. And it's really important that when you get some sort of pain in your back, you should go and see your doctor, see a physio or see a good Czech practitioner like myself. So how do we get lower back pain? Well, it can be many issues. It could be dietary, it could be a breathing issue. It could be your walking, it could be the way that you're exercising, it could be uh, the way that you're sitting at work, it could be that you're sitting for too long, it could be you've had a baby and the uh, abdominal wall has been overstretched and after having the baby you might have had a caesarean section which switches off the abdominal wall that can cause the lower back pain. It could be you might have a spondylolisthesis. It could be that you've got a scoliosis. It could be, you know, there's many uh, symptoms and causes to lower back pain. So the first thing I want to talk about with lower back pain is, is diet. Now, many people don't seem to understand, and even the physios don't get this neither, is that your gut can be inflamed Or if you're a female, your uterus could be inflamed and this could be causing your lower back pain just through eating foods that you're allergic to. So if you was on the same diet, say you had Kellogg's cornflakes every morning and then over a three month period, you're still having cornflakes every morning, you could end up having an allergic reaction to that and cause dysbiosis of the gut and this may inflame the gut lining and the gut wall and this could go into your lower back or into your spine or the same as if you've got a kidney complaint because you're not drinking enough water or you're in fear this can cause lower back pain as well so as a master check practitioner level four I look at everything in your life in which to pinpoint the pain and get you out of pain by using holistic remedies as well as holistic therapy in which to reduce the pain. So let's say your pain is coming from your gut and you're eating the same foods, or you may have a fungal or parasite infection that could be causing the pain. Okay, the next section I wanna talk about is sleep. So if you're doing shift work, then this may cause adrenal fatigue and stress inside the system. And this system might ramp up, this pain in the system might ramp up. And as it goes higher and higher, then the pain or the stress will go into your uh, physical, mental, emotional, or your physical system. So just because you may not have a structural injury, you may be getting pain because you're overly stressed, not sleeping enough, and not sleeping in the correct position when you go to bed at night. So there's certain types of pain that you can get, like uh, disc herniation, uh, sciatica pain going down the leg, or uh, discal pain. And there's certain positions that you can sleep in in which to help alleviate that pain, to help you sleep better. And obviously we all know that when we sleep much better, we feel much better in the morning. So remember that the body's doing its... uh, uh, neuro repair and physiological repair and cleansing the organs when you're asleep so really important for you to get that you know 
eight to nine hours sleep every night to alleviate your back pain. The next subject on back pain is exercise. So really in the fitness world, there's not really many uh, assessments that the basic personal trainer would do if he's done an online course or he's spent you know three weeks doing a course he really won't have a clue about spondylolysis uh, herniated discs uh, and sciatica and slip discs and stuff like that they really it's not really taught in the courses at all so uh, you really need to find a specialist in the gym in which to help you to exercise correctly now what I do is I look at infant development patterns. So if you didn't learn how to crawl or stand or lunge as a child, <laughs> this could be linked to the lower back pain not going. So the physio might give you exercises for the specific area of the lower back, but they won't look at the infant development that I look at in which to uh, make sure we re-educate you and re-educate your muscle and skeletal system to learn these certain movement patterns which will help you get out of pain. The other thing with exercise it's really important to stretch the tight muscles and not the loose muscles and strengthen the weak muscles and not strengthen the over strong muscles if that makes sense. So I look at the body from a kinesiology point of view when it comes to exercise and when we uh, get your body in orthopedic norms and you can do the infant development patterns and you're not overtraining when not seeing me your pain should subside and it will be less and less depending on your stress levels at work so what i found is is that when people are under huge amounts of stress and they're not relaxing meditating and doing things to chill themselves out the more that back pain will be there so as soon as we get rid of the physiological loads inside your body, outside of the body will look better and any pain or inflammation will go down. Okay, the next subject with lower back pain is rest. So resting and relaxing is really important. So if you're at work and you're doing a 12 hour day, make sure that you have you know 15 to 20 minute rest periods where you can do either some light mobilizations or you can do some stretching in which to relieve your back pain and remember resting at work is looking at your desk at work oh you've got a standing desk which many people do now or have you got a sitting desk is the monitor to the eye line so the monitor the middle of the monitor should be where the middle of your eyes are so that means you're not looking down, you're not looking up, it's just directly in front of you. And if the monitor is in the correct position, you should have no neck issues, which the neck issue can go into the back issue. Okay? So really important you get a really good chair that you sit on. There's, a, there's chairs that you can buy for about £1,000 that you can adjust in so many ways for your posture and how you want to sit for 8 hours or 12 hours a day. The next thing we'll talk about is uh, creams or drugs or other things or surgery that you can have in which to help alleviate your back pain. Now there's some great creams out there that can help alleviate back pain, but it'll only be a short-term it'll only be a short-term correction of the back pain. So unless you change the way that you move, the way that you sit, and the way you live your lifestyle 
your back pain's going to keep coming back. You're going to have to keep buying lots and lots of cream until uh, you've corrected the root cause of the problem. And this is the same with uh, any drug that you take. The drug that you take may cause uh, stomach issues, may cause bowel issues, uh, and it will get rid of the pain, but the pain will come back. So then you've got to be careful. In America, there's a big problem with people with pain and taking opioid drugs, which they get addicted to, which they gain fat on, which they stresses out the adrenal glands so their energy becomes lower and they start to become more and more stressed and get more and more pain, especially when they're not on the opioid. So really important that you see a corrective exercise specialist with lots of experience that can help you get out of back pain for good. But when it comes to uh, an operation, I've read stuff and they say that most people that have an operation from any pain in the body, the pain doesn't seem to go even once they've had the operation. So do you really want somebody to cut you open to get rid of the back pain or would you rather uh, somebody look at your diet, your lifestyle, the, the, the drugs that you may be taking, the way that you're moving your body, the way that you're sitting, the way that you're living your lifestyle, in which to get you out of pain without having any any uh, operation. But some people do need operations and, uh, you know, to have a foramina put in the back or to have a back cage put in the back or uh, to have things moved around, you know. Uh, so I'm not saying surgery is bad. All I'm saying is, is that maybe... Th- the smart thing to do is is to see a corrective exercise specialist and to go down that route first and then if that doesn't work then use the operation as the last point of call because obviously an operation might cost you five to six thousand pounds and then on top of that you've got to have time off of work to recover then you've got to see the physio or see the check practitioner like myself to help you get out of pain But it all takes time and it all takes uh, perseverance to get out of pain. Uh, I've had clients with spondylysis, I've had clients with herniated discs, I've had clients with uh, scoliosis and managed to be able to work around all their issues and get the pain load down when we look at their diet and lifestyle. So for argument's sake, you could be drinking lots of Coca-Cola, or drinking lots of tea and coffee and that could be dehydrating you massively and this could be causing uh, back pain because when you're not hydrated fully the body starts to rob water from the bowel to keep the body at its level at its ideal level and then it'll rob it from the spinal segments as well and this can cause lower back pain so i've hoped you've enjoyed this podcast on lower back pain i hope it was interesting for you please uh, go to my website, go to my sports performance page if you're looking for help with your lower back pain. And if you'd like a free copy of my audio book, uh, Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want Now, uh, please uh, send me a message and we can get that sent over to you. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast today. There'll be regular podcasts every couple of days, so please keep coming back to listen. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.